goodness. Oh, goodness. Okay. Is that an honor yeah. or? <laughs> All right. Hi, Meryl. Good to see you. Meryl saved me. <laughs> okay. All right. So welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome, new people. Welcome to Drisha. Welcome, everyone, on Facebook. We're so happy to be learning together today. Uh, today is the second class in the series on Heschel's uh, Transformative Hasidism with Dr. Dora Bandi. Uh, just a quick introduction uh, to those of you who haven't been here. Uh, um, Dora Bandi is uh, dedicated to bringing Abraham Joshua Eshel's thought to Israel, uh, translating his words into Hebrew and transforming uh, Israel by his spirit. Uh, Dora has a doctorate in Jewish thought from Bar Ilan University, and we are so thankful uh, for having him uh, with us. Um, just a, 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 today we'll continue uh, reading um, through Heschel's work uh, to better understand how his engagement with Hasidism informed his personal outlook. Um, if you would like to uh, speak uh, at any time, especially when uh, the time uh, is given for uh, questions, uh, you can simply unmute. You can also uh, type here in the chat box or Zoom. Or you can uh, write a comment if you're watching us uh, live on Facebook. We would love to hear from you as well, our Facebook viewers. Um, if you're an attendee now, I'm going to promote you to a panelist. Uh, you would still be able to keep your video uh, off and also keep yourself muted if you choose to. But the benefit of being a panelist is that then if you do want to ask a question, you'll be able to unmute. Or if you do want to show us your smiley face, uh, you'll be able to do that as well. So giving everyone a chance to do that right now. And uh, with that, I'll turn this uh, to you, Dror. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, in our previous class, I spoke about Heschel's interpretation of uh, Hasidism as dialog dialogical approach. Yes, um, how he believes that the secret of uh, Hasidut is the dialogue between God and man, God and human being, and how we combine the approach of Abal Shem Tov and the approach of the Kotzke Rebbe uh, by this dialogical approach. Uh, the Baal Shem Tov always uh, see the world, sees the world from God's perspective, while the Kotzker brought the human perspective, and together Herschel um, suggests us a philosophical and theological um, experience of dialogue, the dialogue between God and, and the human being. This was our previous class, and today I want to speak about Herschel, Herschel's Method, methodological approach um, and, uh, which he developed, uh, which he brought from Hasidism and also imply, imply in his learning of the Bible, of the Torah. Um, the, the, uh, the method is much more important than the content, as we know. And Heschel was deeply uh, aware about the importance of the method. Heschel want, wanted to suggest us an alternative approach. But if you if you going if you continue to use the same method which you used before Heschel. It's very, it is very hard to understand him. The, the challenge is to open yourself to his method. And, I, and today I want to speak about his Hasidic method of learning, how he uh, understood this way of learning from the Hasidic sources and how he developed his own approach from, he, from this approach in order to read even the Bible, even the Torah. Let's, let's see the sources. And if you know me, I always grateful if someone can help 
us and read the text uh, instead of my Israeli accent with uh, <laughs> English accent, American accent. And does someone want to be the first to read the first uh, uh, quote from Heschel's uh, conversation with school principals of Solomon Schechter? And Yes, Emily, you open your yes. mic. Yes, I'll, I'll be happy to read. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Must I say to you personally that this has been my major challenge ever since I began working on my dissertation. That is, how to maintain a Jewish way of thinking. Since that day, I consider this to be my major effort. We live in a very strange situation today probably more so than even in his time, Derech We are essentially trained in a non-Jewish world. We are inclined in non-Jewish Jewish terms. I am not discouraging exposure to non-Jewish world. I am merely indicating that it is not biblical thinking. It is not rabbinic thinking. It is not Hasidic thinking. It is not Jewish thinking. A non-Jewish philosophy is fine, but we would also like to have in our thinking a Jewish view of things. Thank you. Yes, Heschel is here with, in, in a conversation with, with school principals, try to explain them that the uh, deepest challenge of Jewish education is not to convey to teach Jewish knowledge, but to uh, uh, teach the students how to how to think, not what, but how, not what is the content, not, not to um, teach only a Jewish content, but also to uh, teach a Jewish way of thinking. What is Jewish way of thinking? This is, um, yes, Heschel considered it as his major effort, yes. And we usually uh, uh, think about the philosophy, the philosophy of Heschel. Um, we think about uh, the, the content, this, the, the, what, what he tried to say, but Heschel here, uh, say to, to this group of principals, please listen not only to what I to, to what I say, but also and much more important to how I say, how I read, how I how I what is my approach to the Jewish sources. That the, the challenge is not only to teach the sources, but the challenge is to teach how to approach to the sources. There is, for Heschel, a Jewish way of thinking, a, a Jewish way of learning. And if you, and if you, uh, if you don't know how to, uh, how to read the sources, excuse me, how to read the sources, you might, you might lose a par, uh, uh, the deep parts of the deep uh, foundations of the content because you because you uh, try to read it by uh, and by non-jewish way of reading yes the challenge is to find what is the right way to read the text the challenge maybe it, it's it's right about every text that we try to read um, not to read all the text by uh, one way of reading, but to be sensitive to every text, to find his own way of writing, his own way of thinking, the way he asked the text, the writer, he asked us to read, to, to read his words. And more generally, more generally uh, about Judaism, about biblical thinking, rabbinic thinking, Hasidic thinking as to every kind of text, every kind of culture, every kind of religion to be sensitive to its own way of thinking. 
and I believe that maybe this is a deeper challenge of, you know, if we want to save our tradition, our communities, the deep challenge is to save our way of thinking, not only our traditions, not, not only our um, costumes, but much more important, it's the way of thinking. If you save your way of thinking, you know how to look uh, about new uh, problems, how to uh, continue your tradition to a new age, to a new times. So uh, this is what Heschel said to this group of principals. And now let's came back to our book, this class is a passion for truth, in which he wrote not only about the Hasidic ideas, ideas, but especially about the Hasidic way of learning Torah. Yes, there are people who who, who said who say that you know if you want to learn, go to a, a Litvak yeshiva. Uh, yes, the Hasidic, the Hasid, Hasidim, not. Uh, know only how to dance, know how to learn. But, but for Heschel, Hasidism is first and foremost a new way of learning. This is the alternative of Hasidism. This is the trans transformation that Hasidism suggests us. Let's read the next paragraph. Anyone else wants to read? One. Are we? Oh, thank you. Okay. Hasidim is falsely reproached for having disparaged the value of Torah study. It merely belittled the view that studying Torah was enough. The Baal Shem Tov restored and strengthened an old Jewish percept whereby learning without awe was of questionable value. This is the first note of Heschel about the Hasidic way of learning, in which he, he criticized um, yes, an approach about, uh, about Hasidism as if Hasidism is uh, disparaged the value of Torah study and say Hasidism didn't Dispatch the value of Torah study. Um, it, uh, uh, yes, the best only uh, created a new context in which Torah study was only part of this context. context. Yes, the context is the all. Yes, the all before God. And the Yes, studying Torah is only part of this context, is only mean to this end. The end is all. And if you, if you study the Torah and didn't uh, experience, and didn't, didn't experience all by your learning, it's not a good uh, study. Yes, uh, real and deep, uh, uh, studying of Torah uh, has to be with the experience of all before God. And this is the first note about, uh, uh, yes, the Hasidism, way, the Hasidism way of learning Torah. But let's, let's continue and I shall deepen this understanding. What is this meaning of all, of all before God, Firat Shemaim? Let's let's continue, please. Can you read the next, also the next uh, source, please? Thank you. Torah study is a way of coming upon the presence of God, the Baal Shem taught. A man learning Torah should feel like a son who receives a letter from his father and is most anxious to know what he has to say to him. The letter is precious to him upon every rereading, 
as if his father stood there beside him. I, Anohi, the first word of the Ten Commandments, consists of four letters in Hebrew and forms an acrostic for the words, I give myself in written form. It is said in the Talmud, God has given himself in the words and man must learn how to encounter him. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Heschel, of course, used the word man because this is from the 70s, but, but he uh, uh, talked about every human being. And, and he, what Heschel tried to suggest to us here is to, when we come to read the Torah, not to read it only as a content of, of, of as a body of knowledge, but as a letter. And the deep challenge of reading letter is to meet the writer in his words. Yes, the challenge is not to grasp the knowledge. The challenge is to meet the writer. Yes, this is a dialogical way of learning Torah. Yes, how, what is the presence of God? What is the meaning of God in these words? Yes, learning Torah is not only to take a book, you know, with a brown cover, with gold letters and old Hebrew fonts inside, but in order that you're learning be a Torah study, you have to meet the writer. You have to meet God in the words to understand why these words, why these ideas, why these um sources of, of of learning Torah is God sayings. Yes, why why this uh, uh, religious ideas reflect God's perspective, reflect reflect reflected uh, God's uh, love, God's love, God's understanding, God's compassion. Yes, uh, Emily, you have a question? Yes, yes. <clears throat> a very long-standing question. So dialogue with God means what? Um, uh, uh, having a sense of God's presence, having a, 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 an understanding of God as uh, 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 the giver of love and mercy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The, is that what 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 dialogue means? Because uh, let le let's leave it at that. Yeah, thank you. It's a, it's a good question. For Heschel, yes, Heschel believed that uh, the meaning of the religious experience is to see uh, the world, to see situations from God's perspective. What is the meaning of God's perspective? Uh, for example, Heschel believes, believed that uh, the strong, the strongest uh, fight against racism is the, the understanding that from God's perspective, all human beings are brothers and sisters. There is a fellowship. God's, God is like a, you know, a, a parent who deeply loves, deeply loves all his child, all his ch children. And, and it, when you open yourself to this perspective, to, to this uh, parently perspective, you feel a, this is the source, this is the secret of the fellowship of the uh, fellowship between humans, between humanity. And another example, what is the meaning of creation? What is the meaning of see the world as creation? Creation is not only an ancient story, uh, an ancient uh, principle of, of faith. But creation is a way of see is a way of see the world from God's perspective. To understand 
that you can't use the world for your own uh, for your own desire only because you are a human being and this is about the world. No, when you open yourself to God's perspective, you suddenly uh, 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 look at the world as a uh, from a radical amazement with deep um, you see the glory of the world you feel you feel an awe from or reverence for the world uh, when you open yourself to to God's perspective you 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 understand you understand the world as creation and another example how to understand your own existence when you open yourself to god's perspective you understand that your own existence you you can't take your own existence for granted suddenly you understand that your own existence is a gift that there that there is um how do you say um that there is a mission that that God's uh, anticipated that you will do something with your will do something good with your life something meaningful the the deep um passion of human beings for meaning stems from this perspective this god perspective when you understand your existence not from your own perspective but but as a gift with with hope with anticipation yes you under, you understand do you understand do you understand what i try to say and, and now when you come to read the torah when you come to learn torah you always have to ask yourself how this god's perspective present in this mitzvah in this story how this god's um yes, anticipation from human existence how this God's uh, anticipation from creation, from the creation, from the world, from us as human beings, all this, all this perspective, all these perspectives um, is your questions when you read the Torah. Yes. What is it? it, it there, there, was, there were only examples. Yes, but but how this sources of our tradition open myself to another perspective, to a deep meaning. This is the presence of God, as I, underst as I understand it. This is the meaning of God's perspective, of the dialogue between the human perspective and the perspective of God. Yes, Eshel is a very, um, what will be the, the, the word, radical uh, uh, rabbi. Yes, but this is the, this is the, transformat the transformative Hasidism. Yes, to transform yourself, to open yourself, to live in a, in a dialogue, in a dialogical existence between you, uh, the human perspective and God's perspective. Emily, it was. Uh, do you do, do you? It was a good question, a good answer to your question. I hope. Yes, it was. It, it was very good and and very thorough. Uh, I just want to say, and maybe you'll uh, uh, um, cover this in the future, uh, in the future lectures, but always the key challenge for me has been the existence of suffering and how do we come to terms with that so i don't want to take you away from from what you want to discuss today but that's the bottom line uh, for me always period my next class will be about this issue i already prepared oh, it 
Okay. I, I will bring I will bring Hasidic stories which Heschel collected about suffering by which Heschel tried to try to uh, try to um, how do you say try to um, ask about the meaning of the Holocaust. Yes, the Hasidic stories were were told before the Holocaust by by for Heschel. I will show this is the way in which he, he tried to, to, to ask, to, to answer the question of the whole. So this will be our next question. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, for me, the next, the next, uh, the next source is, is, is the most important. And uh, Evie, may, may you read, do you want to read? It's 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 a bit, it's a bit very, small. It's a bit small for me. And, ah, okay. Uh, yeah. So maybe an uh, uh, another one won't read or won't. Does anyone is anyone able? If not, I'll open it in another. Is no, anyone? No, uh, read? Em Emily, Emily, please. Emily, <laughs> okay. Th uh, uh, thank you. Um, persuaded that one should be capable of learning more from people than from books. The Baal Shem Tov sought to add a personality dimension to the study of the Talmud, a great part of whose contents consists of views of sages cited by name. He urged students to seek communion with the sages as well as comprehension of their ideas. Thus, it was maintained that while learning Abaya said or Rava said, one should see Abaya and Rava as well as understand their utterances. One had to live with them to enter their minds and souls, not to just grasp their thoughts. Thank you. Yes, this is a very um, a meaningful uh, way of learning. And, um, you know, we, since the 60s, the Western, the Western, you know, we, we don't believe, our atmosphere don't, doesn't believe in, in the chance to meet the writer. Yes, there were French philosophers in the end of the 60s, Foucault and Bart, etc., who declared that the author was, that the author dead. Yes, that everyone understands the text in his own way of reading, and there, there is no chance, there is no such, such a way to, to understand the, the intention of the writer. And here the best urges students to communion with the sages, the sages, to, to not only comprehend their ideas, but also to meet them, to open your, to open your uh, understanding to their own understanding. When you say the name of Abaye, of Rava, you should see them before your eyes, namely to see yourself from their own eyes. Yes, this is the challenge. The dialogical, the dialogical challenge of learning, yes, to meet the writer. Of course, not to grasp the writer, not to control the writer, but to be in a dialogical meeting in which, of course, you bring yourself, you bring your, your, own, pers your own perspective. This is, this, is, this is our nature, but also to be in attentiveness to, to uh, the perspective of the writer. Here we see not only uh, the challenge of, I don't know what is the deeper challenge, to, to open ourselves to God's perspective, but to be, you know, in, in, a, in, in, a dialogue, in a dialogue between us, between the two, two students who, who, who learn together, between the writer and the reader, Yes, this is a hermeneutical 
uh, hermeneutical approach of reading text. And Heschel uh, brought us here, uh, brought, us, brought us here uh, this way of, of uh, interpretation as a, as a, as a saying of the Bar Shem Yes, and uh, when you open yourself, may I say, when you open yourself to God's perspective, you understand that we all are his children and there is a meaning to, to see how is, how is your dialogue with God? How was my dialogue with God? How God's presence uh, has, a, has a different reflections. Yes, and this is why when you open yourself, when you open yourself to God's perspective, you feel the demand to hear the voice of your friend, to understand the perspective of the writer, to be in a dialogue, not only with God, but also with us, the community, the community of the generations. Yes, Abai and Rava lived in Babylon more than, uh, how do you say, 15, uh, 1500s. Yes, uh, 1000s and, and yes, they, they lived around the, uh, around the, uh, yes, uh, 500 after, after, uh, yes, the world. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yes, and, and this is a deep, deep challenge to meet their intentions, to meet their perspective. You know, to, you have to, you have to understand who were this, this, uh, what was their personality? Yes, if you anyone who learn uh, learn uh, the Talmud know uh, know these names Abay and Rava. This is the uh, the names that were mentioned were mentioned in the uh, Babylon Talmud more than anyone else. But how how many readers of the Talmud remember that Abay was an orphan and that he was, uh, that he lived uh, in another family who, who helped him. And, and, and now let's ask ourselves uh, how this life, uh, this life, how, how his experience uh, uh, was, um, a foundation for his halachic saying. Yes, let's let's understand his personality. Let's try to meet him in his saying. You know, and it, it's not about. I believe that that that, 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 that is right about every text. Yes, when you read, what is your favorite writer? Yes, when what is your favorite? Uh, uh, you know, uh, book, roman, yeah, romance. Yes, the challenge is to, when you write another romance, another romance of, of the same writer, suddenly, for me, I feel that I know this, this person. I know this writer. I understand something happened between him and me. I, 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 every book of him, of her, that I read, I, I, I hear his voice again, even though it's another situation, other heroes of, of, of the story, but there is his own perspective in the text. And the Baal Shem Tov called, called his students to read the Torah, to read the Talmud in this way, to every time you meet Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah. Do you remember that Rabbi Akiva uh, growing, you know, they was, uh, they, he came from a converted family, yes? He came from a family that were Gentiles and, and Gentiles and uh, became Jews. And, and 
why he why he support the revo revolt against the against Roma yes and and how this uh, messianic saying of him how his uh, religious experience of the song of songs how all this uh, religious experience uh, influence influenced is a lachic saying let's meet him let's meet his personality in his in his in his all saints yes this is what Herschel tried to do in his Hebrew book heavenly Torah Torah in his first volume he he collected a lot of sayings of Rabbi Akiva and a lot of sayings of Rabbi Ishmael and try to understand what is the deep perspective which was the foundation, the one foundation of all these sayings of Rabbi Akiva. Why is, why is understanding of miracles? Why is understanding of um, you know, the next world? Why, why is the, why is, why is understanding of um, the body of God? All these uh, um, topics, Eshel, uh, every topic, ask the same question. What is Rabbi Akiva personality? What is the Rabbi Akiva's perspective which brought all, which brought all, brought all these uh, other, other ideas? Yes, what is, what is his presence in all his sayings? And, but, but the main, the most important work of Eshel in, in this way of learning was, he, he showed it already in his book about the Bible, the prophets. Yes, did, did, you, read, did, you, did you read the prophets? You, you have to read it. This is the best, Book about the Bible, about the prophets, and is in in Heschel in Heschel's introduction. He uh, it, 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 it's it's a long introduction, but I, I quoted only parts of this introduction. He tried to uh, uh, tried to guide his readers how to read the prophets to prophets. How, how to read the how to read the prophet? How he, uh, what his his own interpretation, in his own hermeneutics, his own way of reading the prophets? And let's read it. Yes, yes, it was it was published. It it was based on his dissertations that he published. Uh, yes, in 1936. In, in yes, he wrote it. He, he wrote it in Berlin and published it. In Krakow, but when he um, translated it to English by himself and edited and, and he edited it and uh, added a lot of a lot of chapters and examples, uh, he added also a new introduction in which he explained his own way of writing, his own met methodology methodological uh, approach, and. If you read it carefully, you see how uh, he used this Hasidic way of learning, which he explained only uh, in '72 in, in his in his book *A Passion for Truth* that, that we that we have just we, we have just read, and and he used this way of writing. Yes, this introduction is is from '62, 1962, when he published his English translation to his own uh, dissertation. And let's read it carefully and see how this way, this Hasidic way of learning was his own way of writing his dissertation in Berlin. Yes, let's, let's read it. And who wants to take this, this uh, hard mission? Anyone? <laughs> Emily again? Thank you. 
I will take you I'm to a, all my I classes. Just, I, I, I'm always ready to read. I'm a retired English professor, so <laughs> uh, I, I'm happy to read. Um, prophecy is not simply the application of timeless standards to particular human situations, but rather an interpretation of a particular moment in history, a divine understanding of a human situation. Prophecy then may be described as exegesis of, a existence, from, uh, of existence from a div divine perspective. Understanding prophecy is an understanding of an understanding rather than an understanding of knowledge. It is exegesis of exegesis. It involves sharing the perspective from which the original understanding is done. The spirit of exegesis, such exegesis, makes it incongruous for our inquiry to take refuge in the personal question, however vital, what did the prophets mean to us? The only sensible way of asking the personal question is to be guided by another more audacious question. What do the prophets mean to God? All of the questions are absurd unless this one question is meaningful. For prophecy is a sham unless it is experienced as a word of God swooping down on man and converting him into a prophet. Pure reflection may be sufficient for the clarification of what the prophet's conscious, uh, 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 for what the prophet's conscious asserts, uh, consciousness asserts, but not for what his existence involves. For such understanding is not enough to have the prophets in mind. We must think as if we were inside their minds for them to be, be alive and present to us. We must think not about what in the prophets with their, but, in the, but, in the but uh, sorry, not about, but in the prophets with their concern and their heart, their existence involves us. Unless the concern strikes us, pains us, exalts us, we do not really sense it. Such involvement requires accord, receptivity, hearing, sheer surrender to their impact. Thought is like touch, comprehending by being comprehended. Thank you very much. Do you see how this introduction is very close to how Heschel described the, the Hasidic way of learning? Yes, the best guided his students to say Abaye and to meet Abaye. And Heschel was the a student of the best when he wrote his dissertation in Berlin. Yes, he took this way of learning, this, this Hasidic way of learning, this dialogical way of learning, and uh, use it in his biblical study. Yes, he, he tried to, to meet the prophets, because prophecy is uh, trying to hear God. Yes, the prophets. The prophets were human beings who opened their minds and hearts to God's perspective. To God's perspective. This is the secret, unbelievable saying of the prophets. We try to give you, we try to convey you God's feelings, God's understanding of history. And why we, we, why we, uh, have the, the, the courage to say such sayings if because it, it is not sayings of us. This is God's perspective. This is God's uh, understanding of history. And because this is the secret of the Bible, the only way to understand it is not on, is, you can't understand it as a body of knowledge. Because this is only this is not only a body of knowledge, 
this is a very unique way of understanding. And the only way to understand understanding is by uh, that if you success to get into this way of understanding, in order to understand knowledge, you can understand you, you, you can understand knowledge by any kind of way of thinking that you want. But the only way to understand understanding is to open yourself to the, to the, to the, to this way of understanding. Yes, maybe we can take an example for, from Harry Potter. Yes, uh, the only way to understand Harry Potter is to open yourself to the presence of magic in the world. To forget your modernity, your, your rational understanding. And for one moment, you, you not have to believe in magic before you read the text and you don't have to believe in magic after you read Harry Potter. But if you don't believe in magic during your reading, if you don't open yourself, if, if there is no one moment in which during your reading, you become, you, you, you became, you, you became Hermione, <laughs> yes, you read this, the stories of Jackie Rowling. If, 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 if you don't, for one moment, forget yourself and get into this world, you can't understand it. But maybe it's, 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 it's right saying about any, maybe, you know, a movie. You know, there are people that you don't want to see movies with them. They only know to destroy movies. You have such friends that you don't want to see movies with them. What is the best way to, to destroy movie? movie? To ask questions during the movie. Why these questions destroy the movie? Why this person, this friend, or you are this friend? Why, why this friend? always ask questions during the, the seeing of the movie because he's afraid that the movie will capture him or her. But this is the secret of good movie, that it, capture, that it captures you. That from one moment you, you, you forget yourself and become one of the heroes and, 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 become, and, and get into the movie. This is why we don't want to see movies with such friends. Who is the friend, the friend who destroy our reading of the Bible? For example, Maimonides, the Ramba, always ask questions during reading the Bible. No, no, please don't ask you questions. It's a good for, for the second reading, but in the first reading, Heschel called us to use this Hasidic way of learning and let us and let us get into the soul of the prophets for one moment to, to become Jeremiah, for one moment to become Moshe Rabbeinu, for one moment to be in the story, to be in the experience, because prophecy is not only a saying of God. Prophecy is God's perspective, God's understanding. And the challenge of, un of understanding, understanding is to, as he wrote, yes, yes, unless their concerns strike us, pains us, exalt us, we don't really sense it. Yes, you need to be in receptivity sheer surrender to their impact, to their impact. Yes, this is a way of understanding. We are Western. We, our regular understanding is by control. All our, all our education try to help us to be in control of the text, control of the knowledge. Yes. But, but, but the Hasidic way of learning 
is an opposite way of understanding, way of learning. Don't try to control the knowledge. This is not good way of understanding experiences. When you learn science, of course, you have to be in control of the knowledge. But when you try to understand experiences, when you try to understand perspectives, when you try to, when you try to meet the, the writer, yes, the challenge is not to be in control. The challenge is to be in sheer surrender, to let their, to let their own perspective to get into you, to, to, to hold you, to, to, uh, to, to take you to, to take you into their own soul. Maybe this is the challenge in every meeting. Yes. How do how, what is the, the secret of of meet another human being? To let him ask the questions, to let his perspective to open your heart. Yes. And can we can, do, do we lose? Do we, do we lose, did we lose, did we lose uh, the way of meeting another, another person? Yes, in our postmodern uh, age, we don't believe anymore in meeting, in, meet, in, the, in, the, in the option to meet another person. Yes, this is own truth. I have my own truth. There is no chance to, 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 to meet his own perspective. No, the best taught Heschel and Heschel tried to invite us. Believe in the chance of meeting. Believe, please believe in the chance of, of open yourself to another way of thinking, to God's perspective, to other human beings' perspective. Yes, this is a, a very deep challenge, maybe endless ch challenge. There is no end to, to this um, journey, but, but at least Heschel tried to suggest us this challenge, this Hasidic transform transformation, self-transcendence, self-transcendence in order to respond to the perspective of the other. And, and maybe, maybe we, let's, let's read, maybe questions or, or uh, another, uh, another source, the last one. Yes, Emily, our reader, please. This is, uh, this is from Heschel's uh, Yiddish book, he wrote one, book in Yiddish about Hasidism, Kotsk, uh, it, it was never translated into English, never published in English, but uh, someone sent me trying to translate it. Let's, let's read this, this translation. Uh, I, I, I changed it, I, I uh, added, so I changed parts of this. I hope it, it's good enough. Um, uh, thank you. I'll read it in a second. I just wanted to say there, there are so many implications to what you're saying. Uh, and one of them is pedagogic because it seems to me that um, uh, I've just started to study uh, Talmud and uh, I don't know who these people are. And in, in teaching Talmud, uh, we need to have the bi biographical information about who these people are. It's, it, I think that should be uh, thought about. Whoever teaches Talmud uh, might consider um, including that. Uh, other things to say, but I'll read. Um, maybe, maybe may I say a, a response to, to your saying? Uh, one of the secrets of the Talmud is the dialogue between all the persons. There. Right. 
you have to go from one perspective to another perspective here time and again. And, and this is how the Talmud tried to develop this hermeneutics, to open yourself one time from this perspective and one time from another perspective. But of course, when you understand who was the, this person, it's much more, uh, it's much more deep. Please, please read. And, and, and what a contrast to contemporary cancel culture, but we'll put that aside. Uh, anyone who researches Hasidism only on the basis of literary sources and doesn't draw from its oral Torah is relying on artificial material and overlooks genuine living springs. Hasidism cannot be researched without oral Torah. And Shimush Talmei Chachamim, living with sages and learning from their behavior. Hasidic li literature is a translated literature, and the translations are not always successful. In order to understand Hasidism, one must learn how to hear and to understand among people who are living Hasidism. Thank you. Here, Eshel uh, disputed with with scholars of Hasidism who try to understand Hasidism from outside, from very uh, yes, uh, harsh scholastic way of research. And Heschel called call them, please, Hasidism is an experience, is, is an experience. And you can't understand experience from outside. Yes, you have to be shimush This is an ancient way of, uh, an ancient Jewish way of learning. To be with the rabbi, to live with him, to eat with him, to, to meet him during the life, not only during his classes. Please come to Israel and meet me in the streets. <laughs> yes, but, but, or may I may I come to the US? But but yes, this this Zoom is not a good way of learning. <laughs> you have to be in a real dialogue to meet the the, the, the teacher and, and to meet the students. And Heschel said said it especially about Hasidism, about the Hasidic literature. Yes, uh, as you know. The rabbis, most of the rabbis, didn't write their own books. They only said, saying during Shabbos, and then after Shabbos, one of the students translated this Yiddish saying that the rabbi that the rabbi said during the Shabbos uh, to to Leshon Hakodesh, yes, to the rabbinic Hebrew uh, after Shabbat, and this is translated a lit literature. The challenge is to meet the living saying of the Rebbe, to meet him during the Kiddush, to meet him during the, 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 the prayer, to meet him in the street, yes, and to, do, to, to meet him with his children. Yes, and, and this, is a, this is living Hasidism. And the only way to understand living is to meet the right. And, so don't try to understand experience, experiences or Hasidic uh, literature from outside. The deeper, the deeper scholar is not one who only sit in, in uh, libraries with books, but someone who uh, uh, get into the shoes, someone who try to understand the, the environment, environment of, of the rabbis. Someone who back to, uh, went, to, went to Poland to, to understand the, 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 the trees of the rabbis around the, the, the house of the rabbis, to understand, uh, to meet today as a rabbis, to understand, to speak with people who live this way of thinking. And this is the only way to understand not only from books, but first and foremost for, from people. I don't know if you, if you know 
special education of saying we don't need you, you know the saying education of saying official we don't need a textbook textbook we need text people <laughs> the, 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 the the challenge is to be a, a present teacher and not only someone who, who know to read from the books who knows to read from the books so our class today was about how Heschel understand the Hasidic way of learning and how we use this way of learning to understand the Bible, to understand the Talmud, and how we call us to, to live in a di dialogical way of living, dialogical way of thinking that for Heschel, this is the secret of the Jewish way of, of thinking. Thank you for, for everyone. Thank you and, very much. And um, I hope to meet you in our next class in which we will speak about Hasidic stories about suffering and how we shall use these stories in order to uh, respond to the Holocaust. Thank you, Evie. Thank you. Um, okay, thank you so much, Adol. Uh, and thank you, uh, everyone else uh, who joined us today. Thank you for being part of our learning community. Um, do looking, I am looking forward to seeing you uh, next class. Uh, also, uh, just a few announcements before we leave today. Uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m., uh, we will continue our class with Rabbi Ziering on how social media interacts with the major redemptive mitzvot of the holiday season, Shuvat Tefillah and Tzedakah. And also tomorrow as well at 8 p.m., uh, we have a class with uh, Rabbi Silver exploring the readings of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, next, week, next week, we have uh, three new classes uh, starting. So um, uh, just as always, you can uh, go and uh, take a look at our schedule uh, for Eluluzman um, at elul.drisha.org. And yeah, I hope to see you in uh, all of our upcoming classes. So have a wonderful, wonderful uh, day, Lehitraot, and we will see you next time. Lehitraot. Thank you, everyone.